1: You should know
2: that I can hear you,
0: you can
2: no, but I have gotten very good at knowing when someone or something is lurking nearby. Come on in, Kenneth.
0: It's well, I mean, you had it right the first time. I prefer Kenny,
2: and I imagine you told Stuart that, and he promptly ignored it. yeah, he really is a pomp- a
0: pompous ass, yeah,
2: all oh, right, I forgot. You've heard all my recordings.
0: It's not as bad as you might think.
2: If you're asking me to believe for a single solitary second that Stuart had anything else in mind but mockery...
0: Oh, no. (laughs) That was totally his goal. No question. But it worked out for me in the end, right? (laughs) Well,
2: law of averages, I guess.
0: So, what are you
2: working on? Curiosity killed the intern.
0: Yeah. That does seem to happen around you a lot. Ha ha ha. Sorry, that was- Shitty?
2: Yeah. A little.
0: I'm not good at this. Any of this. The social interaction stuff.
2: I take it that's why you didn't join your coworkers at the beach.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would've been down to go. Brought my trunks and everything.
2: Then why didn't you? Loyalty to Stuart? Excitement at the discovery?
0: (laughs) No. That's more Susie's thing. She follows Dr. Stewart around like a lost puppy. Then why? Because, well, they asked me not to. Said I would bring down the vibe. One of the supervisors even offered me a couple hundred bucks to stay as far away from them as possible. (sighs)
2: Shit, Kenny, I'm sorry. That's messed up.
0: No, they're right. Me being the way I am, I don't even know why I even thought about going at all. It's not like I've ever been a social butterfly before. So, why did you? I just, I'm not ashamed to be like this, you understand? I'm not. I like being me, quirks and all. But, but it would be nice to, you know, not be like this for a day. Not all the time. Just once in a while. See how the other half lives. You get me?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. So, why are you here? I mean, specifically. Chilling in the obviously haunted woods wearing a lab coat with a scarab on it.
0: Oh, well, I got recruited last year. I was finishing up senior year and really had nothing else going on. Folks didn't really have a college fund set aside for me. Getting loans didn't seem that appealing. This seemed like a study gig with decent benefits. Nicer place I need to hang out and get paid while I figure out what I want to do next.
2: And have you? Figured out what you want to do?
0: Well, I wouldn't mind sticking around the foundation. I wasn't kidding when I said I found your works inspiring.
2: Someone had to eventually.
0: Law of averages. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait. Recruited? Yeah. Out of high school? Yeah. The Lazarus Foundation is recruiting out of high schools now? Like the freaking military? Ooh, no, not like that.
0: I got into this argument with a guy on a fanfiction site regarding the factual inconsistencies of his story's use of Sarnathian runes. We smoothed it out. Got to talking. Turns out he works over in Records. He heard they had an opening in research.
2: Several openings, if I recall.
0: Yeah, application process was easier than I thought it would be.
2: Why am I not surprised? Pretty cool of him to get you the job, I guess. Can you talk to him since?
0: Kinda hard not to talk to someone when you're dating them. Fair point. It's really a bummer that his temporary reassignment request was denied. He's a fun guy even if he doesn't know shit about Sarnathian runes.
2: In his defense, Kenny, the list of people who know anything at all about Sarnathian runes is heartbreakingly short. Cut him some slack.
0: Yeah, you're right. I'll just uh leave you to it then.
2: I'm cross-referencing Stewart's files with my own, trying to find any overlaps specifically involving open case file 02. (gasps) If you start fanboying, I will make you leave.
0: Sorry, sorry. It's just cool to see you working in person. Cross-referencing, wait. Wouldn't Dr. Stewart have already done that?
2: Yes. Which is exactly why I'm doing it again.
0: Why do you hate him so much?
2: The last person to ask me that ended up putting a bullet in my stomach.
0: Question rescinded.
2: Smart child. Don't go far with common sense like that. Hey, hello. What have we here?
0: You found something?
2: Maybe. I've been running the recordings of the Whispers through this text-to-speech program I played with a while back. They're in dozens of languages, mostly gibberish. There's one phrase that keeps repeating over and over again, though. To find is to be lost.
0: Sounds like it might be part of the rhyme some of the locals say. Beware the path where the trees grow close. Where the wind whistles by like an invisible ghost. Where the trees bend and sway neath the autumn moon. Like dancers bewitched by a mysterious tune. The sun is now setting, the path fades from view. You came for the missing, but now you're missing too. You'll leave your loved ones behind and all worldly goods. For no one returns from the whispering
2: whispering woods. (laughs) Spooky. Yeah. Not that accurate, though. What do you mean? I mean, you guys have made it through these last few nights, all right? Pretty sure that counts as a return.
0: Oh, we haven't stayed in the woods overnight. No one has. What? Yeah, we set up the equipment before sundown, then go stay in that hotel just down the street. Tonight will be the first time anyone on the expedition has stayed in the woods overnight. What are you doing? How long until sunset? Uh, ten minutes? Maybe (sighs) fifteen? Get Stuart and Susie and tell them to head for the cars. Why?
2: Because Stuart's ambition has blinded him to one simple fact. Anyone who stays in these woods after dark, anyone who hears these woods whispering, they don't come back out.
0: That's ridiculous. We've got hours of recordings of the whispers
2: which obviously don't have the same potency as hearing the whispers in person. The speakers must be acting as some kind of filter, holding back whatever it is that's making people go mad. Because according to these notes, the last people recorded to be in these woods overnight and heard those whispers in person were the Waltons. And what happened to them, Kenny?
0: They went mad and... and killed each other.
2: So tell me, what do you think is going to happen to us when the sun sets? I'll go get them capital idea, Kenny. I'll get as much equipment as I can and start heading for the cars. Get them and let's get out. Let's move.
3: Dr. Stewart? Hmm? Are you all right?
1: Hmm. Yes, of course. Because you seem distracted. No, no, no. Not distracted. Not at all.
3: Is it because Dr. East is here?
1: Of course not. I... Susan, may I ask you something? Of course, sir. What do you think of him? East, I mean. I
3: haven't been around him much, of course. But from our brief interactions, my first impression? He's kind of insufferable.
1: You have no idea how nice it is to hear someone else say that. God, have you heard the way Kenneth talks about him? You'd think the man could walk on water.
3: He's a liability. It's shocking he hasn't been let go yet.
1: Well, the man has his uses. He might be full of himself, but he does have an intelligent thought every now and then. I saved his life, you know. You did? Of course. I was the one who found him bleeding out after the Order breached the Archives. I couldn't just leave him there, could I?
3: I suppose not. You're too good a person to do something like that.
1: Despite what he may think, I do acknowledge that I share some responsibility for that whole mess. Sadly, She was... I should have... You
3: couldn't have known, sir.
1: And why not?
3: Well, any number of reasons. The Order probably trained her for years on how to properly infiltrate, how to act, how to talk. She was
1: my most trusted research assistant, and she... Well... Sir? You won't understand until you get older. But when you devote so much of your life, your time, your very self, into something like the Foundation... It doesn't leave room for much else. You miss out on things. Friendship. Companionship. Affection.
3: You don't mean... not you and Hadley?
1: It... it doesn't matter. I still should have seen her for what she was. If East is to blame for all of that, then I should share some of that blame too.
3: I know it probably doesn't mean anything coming from me, but I don't blame you.
1: Well, you didn't join the Foundation until that was all over. But the thought is appreciated.
3: Someone like you shouldn't have to deal with things like this. You've got too many important things to do.
1: Flattery will get you everywhere, Susan. Do
3: you promise? Oh, I'm sorry. That was inappropriate.
1: It's quite alright. Let's just finish getting this all set up. Susan? Yes, sir? Why have you stuck around while all the others have gone out partying?
3: Because I didn't come here to party. I came here to work. I came here to help you. I was serious before, Dr. Stewart. You're a brilliant man. Working with you these last few months, it's been the best time of my life. This is history in the making, and I'm incredibly grateful you've allowed me to be here and be a part of it.
1: Thank you, Susan. That means a great deal. You're an exemplary intern. In fact, when all of this is over, I believe I'm going to have a new chief research assistant.
3: Really? That would be incredible!
1: Now, don't get too excited. The position is very high pressure. I'm afraid you'd be even more under my thumb than you are now.
3: There's no place I'd rather be under. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, that was. Oh, I'm so sorry. Susan. Sorry, sir. Please just.
1: Oh, stop, Susan. I'm well aware of your little crush on me. Of course. I'd have to be blind to not see it. What interests me is why you're letting it slip out now.
3: I don't know. Maybe it's all the excitement?
1: Nerves? Is that also why I opened up to you just now about my guilt about Hadley? Nerves? No. Something is affecting us.
3: It's called the darkness of the soul, right? Maybe... Maybe it's bringing the stuff we keep hidden into the open.
1: I'm not the expert.
3: Where is Dr. East anyways?
1: Knowing him? He's waiting for just the right moment to make an overly dramatic entrance.
2: We have got to get the hell out of here. (sighs) All right, that's about all I can fit without leaving someone behind. Eh, Maybe I'll get lucky and Stewart will. I'll stop at East. That's low even for you. Sun's getting real low. Damn, Kenny! What's taking you so long? I better go check on them. Great! This is all I need right now. The
4: trail's closed, folks. Closes at sunset. Sorry to. I take by the trailing off tone that he is stunned to see us. Oh man, Gil.
2: I wish you could see his face. Cal? Cal! Gilbert! Gilbert, oh my god, you're okay! Oh, come here!
5: Oh, careful, Doc. Don't want to drop this guy after I've been lugging him around for you this past year. Here you go.
4: (laughs) Wow. (sighs) Hello. Mr. Riles. It is good to see you again, Dr. East. Metaphorically speaking, of course. <laughs> at last, my arm is complete again.
2: Where the hell have you been, Doc? We've been up and down the roads looking for you for months. Never mind where I've been. What the hell are you two doing here? Max said that you had passed his way going to Florida, but that, that must have been months ago, wasn't it? Max... Doc,
5: I hate to tell you this, but Max...
4: Is dead, yeah. We talked about it at Christmas. You... Talked. Has it been so long since we have seen him that you even need to question something like that, Calvin? Calvin? Nope. Wrong again.
5: (laughs) He's been trying to guess my name for months.
4: I have access to thousands of names, Calpurnia. I will figure it out. Eventually.
2: What I'm trying to figure out is why you two are here right now. There's coincidences and then there's... Whatever the hell this is. Contrivance? Yeah, there you go.
5: We were in the area already when Gil intercepted a message from Dr. Stewart that you had literally dropped out of the sky. But why were you in the area at all? We were doing what we've been doing this whole time, Doc. Looking for you. But,
2: but why?
4: Because that is what friends do, Dr. East.
2: That... That means a lot. I heard that. Shut up, Gilbert. (laughs) Okay, um, okay, as thrilled as I am to see all of you here, you really shouldn't be here right now. This is the very last place that you should be.
5: Hear that, Gil? We spend the better part of the year and quite a chunk of his savings trying to find the guy. And what's the first thing he says to us? We shouldn't be here. That's gratitude for
2: you. That's not what I... Wait. My savings?
4: I have access to your bank account. We needed fuel.
2: And a car to put it in.
4: A car to- This thing is brand new! You couldn't buy used?
5: <laughs> hey, don't look
2: at me. Gil picked it out.
4: I needed the legroom. What's uh, going on?
2: How can we help? It would take too long to explain right now, time's short enough as it is, but the short version is that I think something very bad is going to happen in these woods once night falls and there are still three innocent people back there. Well, two innocent people and one asshole.
4: Ah. Uh. So Dr. Stewart is still here. You three just stay here while I run back and- No.
5: Beg pardon? Gil's right. You're going in the woods. We're going in the woods.
4: To be fair,
2: I would be going with you either way. Guys, spending all this time trying to find me is one thing. Running headlong into danger like this is something else entirely.
5: Well, you don't have a say in the matter. So the way I see it, you either lead the way, or we can get lost trying to find you after you run off. Your choice. Okay. It's just-
2: Stay close. And hurry. We don't have a lot of time.
3: Sunset is imminent. Switching on all recorders.
1: All equipment is in the green. Ready to begin. Ready to make history, Susan? Always, sir. Stuart! East? What did I tell you, Susan? What are you at? Just bursting in here like this? And who the hell is this? Wow. You look exactly like what I was picturing. Stuart, why the hell haven't you gotten out of here yet? Didn't Kenny tell you? I haven't seen Kenneth in hours. East, you cannot bring non-Foundation members into a research site like this. This isn't a research site anymore, Stuart. It's a
4: ticking goddamn time bomb.
2: What's that sound? Is that
3: a
5: heartbeat?
4: Stand by. I am accessing their systems. Hey,
3: Dr. East, tell your little box over there to get his digital fingers out of my server.
1: Doc... Big stone ball. Enough. East, I
2: demand that you For once in your life, shut up and listen to me, Gordon! We have to get out of here
3: or we are all going to die.
1: Well, some of us are. Hadley.
3: Stuart! <gasps> Don't move or you get the next one. Brother Brom, Sister Mary,
2: shut off that racket, will you?
3: Yes,
1: yes Sister, Hadley.
2: Sister Hadley. There's no way. No goddamn way! Sometimes I forget just how much the powers that be get off on screwing with me at the most inopportune times.
1: Hello, Lewis. It's been too long, Dr. East. Far too long.
3: Hey, don't touch my equipment, you!
1: There. Isn't that so much better? Well,
5: well, well.
2: If it isn't Mola Ram and Annie Oakley. Don't flatter her, Cal. Annie Oakley could hit her target every once in a while. Ah! Duck! Didn't miss that time, did I?
3: Dick. Please! Please, you have to help Dr. Stewart!
1: Oh yes, Hadley. We should help the man. He is bleeding all over our new acquisition.
4: My apologies, Brother Lewis. You two, get Stewart off the relic. Yes, yes Sister, sister Hadley. Hadley. Dr. East, are you alright?
2: Hadley Clark just shot me. Again.
1: No. No, I am not alright.
5: What the hell are you guys doing here anyway? Have you even following us?
1: Don't flatter yourself. We weren't expecting you to be here at all. None of you. Not even Dr. East there until earlier. We've been keeping track of recent developments with our back door into the Lazarus mainframe. We've been planning on seizing Dr. Stewart's discovery for months now. What a marvelous coincidence that all of our eggs happen to be in the same basket today.
4: Not coincidence. Contrivance,
1: Sister Hadley, shoot the box.
4: With pleasure, Brother Lewis. Wait! I thought I told you two to shut that
5: off. It, it, it is shut off, Sister Hadley.
4: Then what the hell is that noise?
2: Oh. Oh, shit. Gilbert,
4: when did the sun set? Three minutes ago, Dr. East. It's happening.
3: They're awake. Dr. Stewart, can you hear me? The Whispering Woods are awake.
5: You've been listening to the Scarab Archives. The Whispering Woods, Part 2, was written and directed by Thomas Crane. Editing and assembly were provided by Leila Jay. Featured in the cast were Thomas Crane as Dr. Delbert East, Michael Blundell as Kenny the Intern, Nick Smith as Dr. Gordon Stewart, and Brother Louis Cosmar. Amelia Goldstein as Susan the Intern, A.V. Eichenbaum as Cal, Megan Camp as Hadley Clark, Edward Schwartz as Brother Bram, Megan Lovehall as Sister Mary, Gilbert Riles as himself, and Andrus Hunter as your announcer. The Scarab Archives is a production of Lazarus Creative Co. Make sure to follow us on your social media of choice. Tune in next time for Part 3 of The Whispering Woods. Stay tuned.